I met him 15 years ago. I, I was told there was nothing left, no reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Welcome to Anything Goes, the best geek and pop culture show broadcasting from Long Island, New York. I'm your host, Timothy Rooney, and we're back with another One Good Scare commentary track. New month meets new commentary track, and this month we're talking about Halloween 2, or H2, Rob Zombie's H2, the director's cut of it. Now, in order to cover Halloween, i got to have a co-host with me, Mr. Mike Wilson. How you doing, Mike? Hi. How you doing this month? Uh, Well, I remembered that it's this month. Yeah, I'm not some like just stupor heat induced haze. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is our Fourth of July. This is from during the July. How was your Fourth of July? Fourth of July? What? Yeah, it was pretty nice. Nice, quiet. <laughs> That's good. Today we're doing the one everyone hates, but I don't. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's good, but I don't hate it. No, because I think I think it's misunderstood. You know, like how we had our feelings towards his first Halloween movie, where like there's enough ideas in it that like if it just rejiggled a little bit, it would have been a really good movie. Yeah, if you cut out about 90% of the uh, dialogue. Yeah, I think that's, you can make that argument even more so here. Not saying it more cut out, I think there's more good ideas in this one than is in the... cut out 90% of the director, you know? Oh, well, yeah. But, like I said, this is a commentary track, so if you want to sync up your own copy of Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 with it, the director's cut version, uh, Mike, how will people be able to do that? You know they don't want to. <laughs> you know they don't want There might to. be some really audacious fan who'll do that. Yeah, he's busy nailing his balls to a step stool at the same time as he's into that sort of thing. Just we whipping, whipping himself whip, whipping himself with red hot lashes. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we're doing the director's cut now because that's the most widely available version. Uh, I'm using the Blu-ray from the 2013 box set. It's pretty much the same one all around DVD, Blu-ray. So... What we are doing is I have it set at the, uh, if you have a frame skip on your player, whatever you got, set it to the very first frame where the D in the Dimension logo, Dimension Films logo pops in. The very previous frame should be total black. The very first, the, the frame you should pause it on should be the outline of the D in Dimension Films. It is at the two second mark on this Blu-ray. We only have to sync it up like this one more time and then that's it. Yeah, theatrical cut. Yeah, which we will do. Mm-hmm. But now that you've synced it up with uh, your copy, we uh, hope you have. Well, we Pause hope it have. if you need to. Yes. If you don't care, whatever. Yeah, it'll right, all be well, out. Of, it'll all be nonsense anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be filled with tangents, non sequiturs, and sometimes we'll be talking about the movie itself because, like all the other commentary tracks, because we're just trying here to entertain you and make you laugh, or at least make each other laugh. And the movie will be nonsense as well. Yes. Yes. And the. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the words of Principal Skinner. Uh, so, Mike, are you ready? I am ready. I'll so, count you down from five, four, three, two, one. Press play when you hear the hard P in play. Yes. Oh, we only have to make that joke two more times. Yes. So, ready? ready? Five, five, four, four three, three, two, one. Play. play. 
Boom shakalaka motherfucker. We got it in one shot. It's amazing. They <laughs> always fuck this up and have to re-edit it. So. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, like, no, the fuck up was happened before recording started because I was I was a moron. I forgot the SE card. White horse. Nonsense. In the white horse. On on Hoth. Well, all right. It just ended and I can't rewind, so I can't talk about it any further, but... Yeah, it's trying to give an explanation of the psychosis that we'll be seeing throughout this movie. Rob Zombies? Yes. Oh, okay. And if you've been paying attention closely, uh, why does the picture look a little different? And why does that actor look a little different? Uh, because that's not Dave Crouch. The... Nope. That's Chase Wright Vanek. They yeah. replaced him. They did shoot stuff with Dave Kirk and um, early stuff, but any, a very quick frame of it ended up in the first trailer. Of him putting his mask on, but the problem was he reached puberty by that point. So yeah, how do you yeah, yeah. have flashbacks with an older person? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, well, well, if you're the if you're the co fucking guy from Night of the Living Dead, and then you come back thirty years later and film new scenes with the same first zombie, except old and bloated, that's how you do it. Oh. <laughs> what was that guy's name? That that the the co guy from Night of the Living Dead who rode those coattails all the way into the ground. Uh, he's the guy who played Johnny in the original Night of the Living Dead. I forget the, I forget the actor's name. He's really? The pre- that, that was the f- fucking co-writer guy? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, no, really. I'm not. I'm not kidding. It's him. Holy shit. Yep. Uh, ah, Halloween 2. And blam, blam, blam. And... As you can tell, this movie uh, is not in two three five to one. It's in one eight five to one. The aspect ratio because and sixteen millimeter. Yeah, not not in thirty five millimeter. And uh, um, another thing is that we're no longer in Pasadena, California. We are in Georgia. Uh, yeah, we're in Georgia due to uh, tax, tax breaks. breaks yep. Yeah. Well, all right. I mean, if here's the thing, he want when. Rob Zombie was approached to make, you know, a second one. He was promised that it's okay, it's going to be more you, you can do whatever you want. That promise was quickly fucking rescinded. But, okay, if you're going to go for something different, yeah, you got the remake out of the way, you know, you can now take it new places. So if it's supposed to represent rural America, it definitely does, as we will see. Yes. So I'm fine with that, you know, if we're going to move away from our traditional locations. But, like... What happened was like this movie was going to be made with or without him. Yeah, it was a John Carpenter situation. Yeah, and it, like the idea is that the pitches that Zombie heard prior to him coming onto their project just like just made him shake his head. So he's like, "All right, fine, I'll do it." Mm-hmm. And the word of Thanos, he put on the, his Infinity Gauntlet. And he's like, "I'll do it myself." Well, I'll tell you this, man. Rob Zombie's the only one who could say he successfully had an ending for Halloween that was never. Undone. Fucked with, undone. He no. had he had a vision. Even if even if his vision was toyed with in the end, he still had a beginning and an end. Yeah. Ugh. Oh Jesus! Yeah, and I remember seeing this in theaters and just all the people fucking being squeamish during these scenes. because it's incredibly uncomfortable. It's, uh, with uh, Scout Taylor Compton back as Laurie Strode being brought into oh, Carolyn be- Williams. Carolyn Williams being brought into the I believe the OR. Yes. And wouldn't have, like, sedated her by now or anything? Unless her heart rate was too low prior. But I don't think it's the case anymore. Shut the fuck up. You're not going to die. <laughs> now, notice how they're shooting the house in pretty close because it's not the same house. Nope. They, got, they got... I'd say they got one close enough 
Like, we get a bit of a wider shot later. Uh, Loomis lives. Yeah. Something hinted at in the director's cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, it's in. All right, shock a flat line, let's quit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, really, we can quit now. <laughs> can just walk. All right, all right. See you later. <laughs> uh, Those people look like fucking uh, stand-up citizens. Uh, oh, jeez. Doctors wearing a mask in, in a vital situation here. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah, this operating scene is pretty fucking intense. No, but, like, you know what? It's effective. Oh, it, it's incredibly God. uncomfortable. Yeah. Huh. Is that big lummox? <laughs> oh, bullshit. They couldn't put him on a stretcher. Sure. I mean, like, what do you imagine this mic would be? What? 225, 240? More than that, man. All right. What, 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 what was Big Sky's official weight in WCW uh, and Ed? A couple of... Yeah, oh, oh, Jesus. Yeah. As they remove the nail from... Remove her fingernail. Jesus Christ. Yikes. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> big, big Sky and WCW and find out what his official weight was. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. And then Ed, I don't know how much, 10, 15 for age and ruggedness. Uh, build way at 295. Okay. There you go. 225. Jesus. Away. Uh, uh, maybe it's because I'm just so used to modern day wrestlers being all sub 200. Tiny pounds. people. Yes. So small. <laughs> so small. <laughs> so small. Tiny people. So small. You're actually going to sleep? I wouldn't be able to how sleep. Would she, how could you be able to sleep? Yep. Your daughter's in the hospital and your town's under attack. I'd be sitting there next to his fucking uh, morgue freezer with a goddamn shotgun and a rocking chair waiting for him to get just up. Just waiting for him to get up. Double barrel. Just boom. Just listen to Doom soundtrack the entire time until he gets up. Mm. Doom wasn't out yet. Uh, uh, oh, the original. I original guess, is, but. yeah. And then we have more dialogue here. Uh, and we have some real, uh, w- real uh, wonderful Rob Zombie stuff, you know? Yeah. And the apparently. Shit that goes through his head with Dr. Teeth right there. Ugh. Yeah, the guy who shot uh, Bruce's parents in Batman Begins. Mm hmm. And the. Uh, that grin looks like fucking young Joker from 89 Batman yeah. in the flashback. Oh, Jesus. It's kind of like. And, and you, do you know what the real sad thing is about this scene? Because I think they had said it was fucking printed on precious film stock. It had to be reshot. Well, no longer. Oh God, why? Be- because the, the, somebody put the film through the X-ray machine out of the airport. <sighs> Hero, <laughs> <laughs> sabotaging it. Uh, oh, don't get it caught in that ziplock. Uh, Christ on the cross. Well, he couldn't. It's too tiny. <laughs> Uh, oh, I wonder what this. I wonder what this punchline is. It's not that people don't talk like that. It's just why do we need it here? Yeah. 
Why do I need it in my Halloween? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not saying you know Rob Zombie, he probably used a real cow. Uh, no, he he loves animals. Like yeah. he's a vegan, he wouldn't do that. I think he why... just likes portraying it. Yeah. Damn, what the fuck, the fuck did happened to him? His head go through like a fucking cheese grater, chicken wire. Oh, oof. okay. Maybe it's because like the the the, the polystyrene uh. Polystyrene uh, cow that went airborne is just kind of hilarious with the concussion cannon sending an airborne. Well, here we have the scene that best describes all of Rob Zombie's films. So, so, uh, someone slowly dying, screaming the f word as they bleed, and yeah. uh, they are a scumbag. And you're happy to see them die. Yes. I mean, it's arguably what's going to happen to him in a few moments. That maybe the most memorable kill of the entire movie. I guess. Yeah. Okay, he's sitting there, sitting there, screaming fuck, 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 fuck. This movie's two hours long, by the way. <sighs> what have you done to me? <laughs> you agreed it was your idea. I just said yes. When something... Okay, there we go. So when something new happens... When something we'll actually to, happens. We'll, we'll chime back in. Like, does he think somebody's banging on the door from the outside, or what? I don't know what he th- I think he thinks I'm in horrible pain. I'm Somebody bleeding. help me. Somebody's there, so I don't have to say the F word anymore. But now he's saying hooks over and over. Isn't that the the driver? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, his name. But Calling that's eerie. His, his buddy driver, who apparently got fucking... The windshield is made out of a cheese grater. <laughs> but apparently, like, people hitting the windshield is pretty goddamn common. Can't turn oh, don't scream at him like that. <laughs> Rut row. Uh-oh. Aren't you supposed to be dead? Michael Myers really had a problem with how the ending of Game of Thrones went. I don't get it. Ah, because he... Uh... The corner here. He played the uh, the fucking uh, wow. I totally forgot he, what character he played on Game of Thrones. And now we have something inexplicable. All right, sarcasm aside, I've said this to you before. I've asked this question before. Do we feel that, because Rob Zombie doesn't outright define Michael Myers' motive in the first one. He's trying to find his sister, reunite with her. Do we think it's because this is what he's seeing the whole time, and now it's only revealed to the audience? The fact that it's his mother on a white horse representing his purity or whatever, emotional purity, and his mother is telling, whom he loved so much, is telling him to reunite with your sister, whom you love so much, and be with, and we'll be together as a family again in some big murder-suicide. Do you feel that was his motivation all along, and that just now we, the audience, see it, or do you feel like something about being fucking shot in the head, and like now it's only manifesting? He had a desire to re- reunite with his sister, but now that he's had this like severe head trauma, he's seeing her on a fucking white horse. I think it was vague enough that you could retcon it that way. Yes, and 
two checks coming to the house is better than one. That's why Sherry Moon Zombie is back. Well, of course, you know, always. Uh, and Could have just done flashback footage. but Yeah. Um, I looked it up. Uh, Richard Brake uh, played the Night King in the fourth and fifth season of Game of Thrones. That guy was the Night King? In the fourth and fifth season, yes. Holy shit. Yeah. She should have, uh, Michael Myers should have sawed his head off with a dragon glass dagger then. Yep. Holy shit on his shingle. I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, I, I, I felt like such a window. Like, I was just like, what? I can remember it. And speaking speaking of things completely out of place, there's Octavia Spencer playing a character named Octavia. Oh, that's <laughs> really her character's name is yeah, just Octavia? Yeah, Carolyn Williams just called it that. We have the subtitles on. Uh, I, and, I didn't know, so I was looking at you when you said that. You know, such a, a, accomplished actresses in fucking Rob Zombie. Not Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. I mean, the zombie really goes out of his way to get really good character actors in his movies constantly. I mean, I'm I'm not... Mad that Octavia Spence is here. I'm glad she's in here, but I'm just feeling like she had like what a day's work here. Maybe she just, maybe she just needed one last payment on her car. Or uh, something. I guess. Now Lori's gone into uh, Annie's room to check on her, and Annie is alive, mm-hmm. but uh, a little worse for wear. Very worse for wear. Yep. She's got, like, Metal Gear Solid Five, big boss face, all stitched back together. Give her an eye patch and a beard. Fuck it. <laughs> Old. And mechs making cow noises. <laughs> That's what kills Michael Myers in the end of the movie. It's a, it's a cow. Getting revenge on him. The cow just lands on him from the sky. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, we never see the cow land. Uh... And I guess a lot of people, myself included, when when seeing this in theaters, is like, oh, like, well, I guess a lot of it's going to take place in the hospital because of <laughs> Halloween too. <laughs> the payoff. You, you wonder what everyone did dur- in the in the theater during the payoff of this scene when I saw it. What? Ah! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> literally, when it fucking the the axe comes down and she wakes up. Ah! Oh! <laughs> oh man. Just asked you if you were going to be all right. Now you're not. What's wrong with you? Yeah, when I get slashed across the face, I just calmly walk into a room. I, I'm going to give this. Say, I'm going to. She's in shock, and she just not realized it. I'm going to write that off. And now that she sees the blood, so so what the fuck happened? Was he just standing in a dark room, just whoosh, out out out? from the darkness and then she's just we're, like hmm, we're, that's weird also we this is a dream we are dealing with uh, your dream logic here i know he somehow killed the entire hospital and brought all the corpses down into the basement without noticing without raising suspicion so are we really gonna split Unless hairs Joseph over this Megale ran this hospital <laughs> they would have all been sewn together yeah. and, and used the experiments and then he would have gone to South America to live off his life until eventually die and now tyler Maine is completed is going to complete his transform that he began with Sabretooth into the Cowardly Lion in just about a moment. <laughs> As he begins stabbing her. The mutation continues. The mutation continues. <laughs> He's gone from Sabretooth to the Cowardly Lion right here, just momentarily. Three, two, two one, and... and... She knows it's coming. Yep. A roof, a roof, and the roof. And the roof. And I remember... Roof, roof. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if I were to oh, kill dear. all the forest. Oh, Jesus. Ouch. Shouldn't see that one coming. Ruff. <laughs> I remember being in the theater when he's seeing him like do that, just like and moaning while doing it, like or making noises. I was like, uh oh. I was like, oh, that's new. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, I started getting a worrying feeling feeling here, and now he continues to stare. Well, I started thinking back to the original, where you know you did hear Michael Myers kind of grunting, like <laughs> when you know when he was struggling and doing things like choking people. Right, kind of went right. that really did go away in the later ones. And actually, it did come back a bit in Halloween 2018. If you really listen closely, that's why I love having surround sound. Mm. Apparently, Nick Castle also in Halloween uh, Kills News. Doing the ADR. Doing the ADR and... He already did it. I think he did it uh, early last year during the pandemic. And I think he does do another cameo in the suit, much like... Uh, oh, yeah. he's Anything they could find for him, it's great. Mm-hmm. Freaking, I just wish... Ah. I just wish somehow in, like, the flashback scene that we're going to get, I wish they could have put him in the suit for that whole thing. Right. How fucking cool would that have been? I, I did see a behind-the-scenes photo from the original production of Halloween of, like, James Drew Courtney in, like, a clean outfit. That's actually not James Drew Courtney. They it's... actually got someone else for the flashback scene. Oh, really? Yeah, it's in the IMDb credits. Ah, yep. because somebody, I guess, to match more of the builds of Nick Castle. And well, that, that, this whole... Going through the, what, basement morgues yeah. or whatever. This is added for the director's cut. Right. This was cut out. Because once she got outside, she pretty much made it right to the fucking mm-hmm. parking lot. Because Lori's going to fall into a Slayer album cover in a moment. Pretty much. Oh, good. These dead people broke my fall. <laughs> Like what? Like what? Are we... He just had the window open. Just stab, throw, stab, throw. Very, very, uh, very uh, efficient. Very uh, factory of him. Yep. Very mass production of him. It's the same uh, system that had feeding donuts to Homer while he's yep. in hell. Hump, 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 hump. Did uh, Tyler Bates return for the music? Yes, he did. did. Okay. But now that Lori's outside, running away in the uh, in the rain. Nope, oh, he's getting an axe. <laughs> Even though it says fire extinguisher, but he just axe. wants to ask you ask her a question. If I didn't make that pun, you would have shut. Uh, up. my joke's a little cut above the rest. Stop over there. What are you running with that heavy boot on for? It's probably the only thing that's keeping your foot together. Exactly. But now, now I'm just imagining uh, the the sound effects for Robocop when he steps and putting that <laughs> as Lori runs away here. Uh, one day we'll get the Robodoc. One day. I mean, I'm glad they got they got Peter Weller for it finally. One day we'll get the sweet release of death. <laughs> what comes before that? Whether it's the RoboDoc or, or the fucking end of the world. You know? uh, you're not picky about either. 
Huh? At this point, you're not picky about either of those no. options at this point. I'd like to see RoboDoc. Yes. I'd, I'd like to see RoboDoc and Halloween ends before yes. I die. And I saw. And then don't tease anything else so I can stay dead and happy. Uh, apparently, like, Halloween ends is going to be a far more contained story compared to Halloween kills. I saw an article about that. What do you mean by contained? Because I, I, I think, like, because Halloween kills is such a sprawling narrative, like, encompassing all of Haddonfield. I did not read the full article. I just saw the headline. I just did not get a chance to read it. But so I imagine, like, I don't know if that's just wanting to do something different with story-wise or that's just pandemic uh, production right there. See, I don't think that it's pandemic. If they can make fucking Snake Eyes and fucking Black Widow and, and all this shit during a pandemic, fucking Jason Blum and all his fucking tons of money can make a goddamn low-budget Halloween movie. Yarp. Tom Cruise made a Mission Impossible movie during exactly, the pandemic. So. In the height of it, without vaccines. Yeah. yeah we have... Uh, uh-oh. God damn it, Richard Real. Yeah. Oh, man. Glad he didn't jump to conclusions and thought she was a, a robber or something like that. I loved him in Grounded for Life as the grandfather. Ah. Uh, he's got one of my favorite kills in any slash movie with uh, Hatchet, where he gets like nearly like cut in half like by the shoulder. And his wife gets her, her head, like, ripped open by the jaw. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay, get in the car with... I'd rather get in the car with Michael Myers. <laughs> what drink what's left of the... Yeah, drink my half-drank coffee. I've been getting over fucking strep throat. Drink out of my coffee cup. (laughs) (laughs) But at least, like, even that one little moment gives him, like, a chance to sympathize with uh, him. He's great at doing that. Fuck is my dog barking? Uh, oh, we have knights of might. Oh, symbolism. Knights of might set and the song of unrequited love. <laughs> and that's what Michael has. He has unrequited love for his so sister. He's, he's going to requite it with an axe. Yes. Well, at least there was a degree of suspense here where yeah. we're slowly building. Because mm-hmm. we know Michael's out there, but we don't know. What he's doing. Oh, there he is. Oh, wow. False jump scare. Uh, <laughs> For comedy's sake, it would be funny like, if if Michael had to traverse the same pathway that Laurie did and he got stuck in the bodies. <laughs> in Family Guy fashion, he can't get out of it. He's making window faces. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't work on a screen door, pal. It kind of hurts. You're going to cut your mouth a little. And Michael's like, huh. Michael's like, I hate this fucking song. (laughs) Anytime I hear it, I just want to hit someone with an axe. This episode of This Old Shed with Michael Myers. (laughs) I wonder how he's going to access into that shed there. We're going to show you how to demolish this tired old shed and put up something rather nice mm-hmm. made out of dead bodies and human skin. 
And I love you. Yes, I love you. The song is triggering. Now I want to kill someone with an axe. (laughs) Because the song or my singing? You're singing. (laughs) That's the reason why I banned every karaoke joint on the East Coast. Mm. If it gets any worse, they'll repossess your voice box. Look, there's a door on the other (laughs) side, you horse's ass. What a horrible house guest, man. What is this fucking wall made of breadsticks? Like, I don't see a single stud yet. Is this how they kept it low budget? They just put up fucking, they just fucking lean drywall up against each other like a house of cards and just let Tyler Maine go at it with an axe? At this point in the theater, I'm like, what the hell? No way. At this point in the theater, everyone went, oh. <laughs> Now she's watching Nay Living Dead. Why does she have like an old timey shitty TV? Because it's the nineties still. Don't think about the timeline. All of a sudden, it's going to be in the early two thousands. I didn't have one of those in the nineties. But got, like we Michael, got rid of that in the. 90s. But this is Rob Zombie's world. He oh. everything's still nineteen uh, seventies. Yeah, nothing's progressed past nineteen seventy nine. I like in the commercials when they show this. She they wake the fuck up on her mirror. They wake the duck up. <laughs> Yeah, two years later, but in theatrical, it's one. What do you think is better? Uh, two years. I think, I think the transformation is more believable that way. Her transformation? Yeah. I'd almost think five might be better. You know? Because, like, he's been away. He looks more rotten and rotted. Mm-hmm. She has a butterfly tramp stamp. Yep. Because she's going to go through a transformation, my Brad Dourif voice. A metamorphosis. She's going to transform! <laughs> I wish I could do that Brad Dourif, like, psychotic, angry yell. Oh, I'm dying. Which we, we do get it later when he gets a hold of fucking Loomis. I want to shoot you! You're so bad! No! Too bad he didn't yell, like, in Child's Play, You can't hit me, Mikey! You can't kill me, Mikey. Uh, I still laugh when he's... Oh, God, we were just talking about Ace Freely, and she's wearing an Ace Freely shirt. Ah. Like, from the fucking solo album. I mean... this is supposed to be the 90s, but fucking... Uh, when you watch the shit... Oh, God, the deleted scenes, which fucking make my head hurt. Characters are talking about how they were born in, like, 1990 and stuff. Yeah. But this is Gen X, man. Where everything from the 70s was cool. But to be fair... The Ace Freely solo album was the only one that was successful. I never listened to it. I have listened to every Kiss album. Once? Yeah. <laughs> no, when I first got like Spotify and I, right, first, yeah, yeah. I was like listening through, I just found Kiss on there looking through this one. I was like, you know what? I want to listen to all this. Everyone says Kiss's music sucks. It does not. I've had some shitty albums. What was it? I think Unmasked. The was, first one that was the last one with Peter Chris, I think that one fucking sucked. Oh, I mean, they were all kind of fucked up and uh, in pulling in different directions there. I actually thought, you know, the weird one that I actually thought. Oh, here we go. All right, never mind. Back to the movie. Yeah, we have two very different lorries in the theatrical and the directors. Two very different stories where her trauma is basically just driving her into a fucking nutbag who who just lashes out at people. She's a very angry person. 
you know, and it does culminate in the whole fact that, like, okay, evil is a mental illness. Lori has it, and it's been, you know, projected onto her by Michael Myers and her and her trauma. But in the theatrical, she's much more, she's much more damaged. But still, you still see that sweet look. Yeah, and I kind of feel like we don't get an. I wish we got an even balance. Yeah, because I feel like we don't have like because if she's lashing out this so much this early in the movie. We have no place to go. Yeah, like you want her to be, you want our our lead to be sympathetic, based on what she's gone through, and then, but still see that like she's fucked up. There's something yeah. wrong with her. And then we have the late great Margot Kidder here. Yeah. What is it, man? Gene Hackman and Mark McClure are the only people left from the main cast of Superman. <laughs> yeah. Knocking on wood right there. I don't count the fucking Krypton villains because they were only in the beginning, but. I think Terrence Stemp is making four movies this week. Jesus Christ. Isn't he like in his 90s or something now? Yeah, but he never says no. Yeah. Like him and Malcolm Waddell, they don't say no. <laughs> when there's a job offering, Terrence Stamp comes out, you tell I'm coming. You tell him I'm fucking coming. And then we're having dealing with of of the mental problems that Lori's going through right here, and I think this is where she wrote as uh, she asks about the Rorschach test here, even though it's clearly I don't know if that's or if that's in this scene or not. Well, now she's talking about Annie, and it was, I don't know if this part was will be answered next month. This part was in theatrical or not, but I feel like we don't get enough of the good Lori. To balance out the bad lorry. Yeah. And I feel like the bad lorry is actually interesting. It shows yeah. conflict in this character. And Scout crushes it. And the fact that, yeah, the bad lorry isn't really, is very much held back in theatrical to show the, the good lorry. I want to do something bad to her. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, within this universe, she's absolutely correct. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, that's totally a fucking white horse in that Rorschach <laughs> test. Very much like that's a bat in the Rorschach test of Batman Forever. Well, no shit. I'm watching Batman. I want to see bats. Yes. When I see Halloween, I want to watch a white horse. <laughs> the look I just you, gave you. What have you done to my brain, Mr. Zombie? <laughs> I'm trying to look at like the black outline instead of the inner white. Which I, is I, the I see a cardioid pad- pattern for microphones. Uh, it looks like uh, your butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally butt. <laughs> All right. Now, raise your hand, class, if you saw the very first full, like, I guess it was the teaser trailer for this movie. Uh-huh. I, this came as a total fucking surprise to me seeing Dr. Loomis portrayed like this. This came as a fucking shock. I never saw this in any ounce of promotional material. I think this movie almost was, like, shot differently at one point, And then Rob Zombie said, you know what? Let's... Oh, it's... Uh, yeah, your phone's as useful as a row of Christmas puddings, I know. I think he portrayed Dr. Loomis differently, and then, because Rob Zombie's known for reshooting shit on the fly if he gets an idea, Mm -hmm. and then decided, you know what? Let's go with a different Loomis. Fuck it. 
because if you watch that first trailer, everything with Dr. Loomis really does not show this. Even that first, there was the one line that was used constantly in the trailers, the TV spots, everything, radio spots. Michael is more More involved. involved. It's it's your typical, you know, Dr. Loomis trying, desperately trying to convince someone line. Yeah. And we actually see a piece of footage from that. It's not just audio in the first trailer. It's him. It looks like he's trying to, you know, like do like Dr. Loomis always is fucking trying to beg and plead with people. Convince people. Take me seriously. Yes. And this was just. Boom! Right out of goddamn left field. And he just called his publicist a carpet muncher. I understand the concept of like, okay, this guy's using his fame as a way of exploiting his tragedy. Yeah. And and I'm not completely opposed to the idea... I just feel like I think they should reverse the roles. He's got he's being taken advantage of by the scummy publicist. Huh. It should have been like on Frasier. Every time Frasier went back to his publicist, BB Glazer. Yes. And he always had like fucking severe just like ethics violation problems. Yes. With the, yes, shit, yes, 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 with yes. the shit she wanted him to do. Right. I think it took like what, nine seasons before he finally fired her for good. Yeah. <laughs> This guy's name, Uncle Meat. Yeah. Is that, what, is that what the kids call Rob? Is that what the neighborhood kids call Rob? Uh, when they're riding their skateboards around his house. Yay, sociopolitics and a picture of Frank Zappa on the toilet. That's just what I want in my fucking Halloween movie. Yeah. It's a now, coffee shop, bookstore. Coffee shop, bookstore, record store, CD Shit. Paraphernalia thing. Mm-hmm. Now, what's funny is in a deleted scene, you have the blonde girl Maya arguing with Uncle Mead about something, and he asks what year she was born, and she says 1990. It's like maybe two years after first Halloween, she'd be seven. Yeah, 1997. This would be. But I'm like, fuck you, nerds! Stop paying. It's not that important. That's why his response would be. And he's, Rob Zombie is proving that uh, he can write women's dialogue very well. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was listening, Rob Zombie was listening to the Black Eyed Peas earlier that day <laughs> when he was writing that script. Or as an ad lib, one or the other. Okay, the actress. <laughs> Listen to MC5, mm-hmm. as you do. I think all jobs should be required to play MC5. Now, it's proof that Rob Zombie did stop giving a fuck when he did this. He's b- breaking his own continuity right here by having this flashback of Michael Myers. Michael Myers pretty much, in the first movie, you know, escaped entirely into his shape persona behind a mask by the time before his mother died. So with him sitting there, and, you know, and he did not talk anymore. He, did, no. he was silent for two weeks, as we said at that point, when he killed the, the nurse. Yeah. Or... Stabbed her or tried to kill her. We don't know if she died, but... Excuse me. Hello, Homer! There in that little video, you know, Dr. Loomis is breaking the news that his mother killed herself. Yeah. No mask, and he's talking. Now, there's one kill in this movie that 
unfortunately also breaks my idea that Michael Myers uses his masks to escape. You know, like the masks and everything Danny Trejo told him in the first movie about escaping into your head is like the culmination of what was going on inside Michael Myers' brain, Mm -hmm. where he hates his fucking life. He hates what's going on with it. He's slowly becoming more and more fucking unhinged. And he escapes behind a mask into a persona, the shape, I will call it. Yes. To to link to Halloween Mm -hmm. that carries out the deeds that Michael Myers, the boy, cannot to fix his life. Right. Now, later in the film, throughout this movie, Michael Myers only kills with a mask on except for one kill, which breaks that fucking plot device theory, whatever. Just like this right here. And it's like, Rob, what are you doing, man? You're breaking your own continuity. Did you even realize you started that? I I think that just more evidence to show that he was totally on autopilot when he made this movie. And that's... I remember watching... Um, was I watching? I was listening to something that... Um, involving the angry video game nerd years ago i think it was a podcast or something he was talking about halloween movies and saying that like when he watched rob zombie's first movie with the commentary on you know rob sounded you know into it like yeah and then when he listened to the comment to this movie with the commentary track he just sounded like he could not give two oh no he's he sounds like lethargic he is like he's tired and like okay he got put through the fucking ringer in these movies. Yes. And, and they, they, you know, flashed him the fucking shiny keys like a goddamn, you know, cat. Yeah, like, if, if you want, and they I think did it, it to was, him again. <laughs> I think it was Joe Blow Horror's YouTube channel that shared that video with you of the breakdown of all the production issues that happened on the first one and this one, especially this one. When the budget on this one slashed, like really, like in, in the middle, and of the production. schedule was slashed. Yeah. That's why they. That's why they moved it to Georgia instead of the Pasadena. Um, yeah, the, the wine scenes fucked Rob Zombie on this movie. Oh, the wine scenes fuck everybody. But. Yeah, and but it definitely seems like okay. Like I said, he's on autopilot. I think it's the same way with Dark Knight Rises. I like Dark Knight Rises, but compare that to Dark Knight. I think. What? At the same time, how the fuck do you follow the Dark Knight? I, I Especially know. Especially when you're when your 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 lead antagonist actor fucking passed away after completely reinventing the goddamn wheel. Yeah, I don't think Dark Knight Rises was gonna equal. No, I'm not talking about like I'm I'm not talking about as equaling the movie. I'm talking about Nolan as a filmmaker. There are some real lazy choices in there if you really look at that. See, I look at that not to get too off. Not, topic not lazy back, autopilot. But- See, I don't because... It goes from day to night in the middle of a car chase. Yeah, that's true. But I look at him just wanting to finish things up and having so much... Because the first like the first act of the movie is fucking like just bam, 40, bam, bam, yeah, bam. It's bam, like bam. 50 minutes long. Every time I per- tell people, like when I watched it with people, and every time I'm talking to them, it's like during the entire first act, you got to really pay attention. There's yeah. just shit. Exp- 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 bleh, exposition. exposition. Thank you. And then we have Kyle Michael speaking to yeah, it's, it's like, and people were such pains in the ass with this shit. It's like you you guys don't understand the abstract. You guys don't understand fans don't understand abstract manifestation. Like we're seeing Child Michael there do the talking to his mother because that's who he is really still inside. Because I think like because the last time we got really mystical or kind of I'm mystical, but like. Highly subjective and outside the realm of like reality, quote unquote, was uh, Curse of Michael Myers. And so anything that, that breaks the reality of this series is is immediately. Uh, but the thing is, it's not breaking the reality. It's just 
we're just seeing inside someone's head. Yeah. We're getting a filmmaking outward manifestation of what's going on inside someone's head. We're not getting a stupid-ass cult. We're not getting fuck. I, I, I mean, if you want to see what was inside Paul Rudd's head in that movie, the fucking it would look like the film broke, <laughs> and nothing would be going on. If you were here at the sounds of the ocean. Yeah, I don't even think you did that. You just see and hear nothing. But we're we're basically getting the the definition of this character of this Michael Myers. He's a boy who just a fucking trauma in his life caused him to completely escape into himself mm-hmm. and bury himself deep down, and now he's just a vessel where. You know, this this monster that, you know, manifests does what he, the boy, cannot do. Mm-hmm. Fic- writes the wrongs that he cannot write, even if he's creating more wrongs. And now we have two uh... rednecks who are sick of some guy. Gotta be rednecks. Gotta be fucking rednecks. Beating the shit out of uh, Michael in a field. Yeah. But, like, it does look cool. I like the, the phot- photographic choices here where it's like... The only life source is literally the lamps coming off the truck here. Mm-hmm. Like that, like I say, there's not complete. Like, like yeah, I think there's an autopilot here, but like, there's some really nice creative choices here. I don't think this is an autopilot. I think this is reestablishing that the Michael Myers still exists and that he is a fucking danger. I'm talking about Rob Zombie's perspective. Like, I feel oh. like, 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 or at least like he's. But now we see that the ins- the the boy has been wronged. He puts on the mask, and now the shape will write this wrong. Puts on the mask before he kills them. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem with Michael Myers wearing a fucking heavy ice jacket because that makes fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Ooh. look. I don't look at Rob Zombie's Michael Myers as the boogeyman. I look at him as a fucking crazy person. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like the most up around a which for this Myers was like to take the boogie out of the boogeyman. Yeah. Well, judging by some of his soundtrack choices, he took the boogie out, all right? Slow motion. Drop the sound. Slow motion done in post. Rob Zombie discovered After Effects. (laughs) He discovered digital editing. Yeah. I could make it go in slow motion? Wow, that's pretty cool. But that's a pretty cool kill that Detective Flash and Batman Begins gets pinned that to. That was Detective the... Flash. Yes, it was. Jesus Christ. So we have two Batman Begins connections here. And us talking about Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Three. Ruff, ruff. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most unforgivable part. Because Michael Myers ate a dog one. But that, that fucking... It tracks. But we never saw it. Well, no, jingling the fucking thing across it—that's that, not. But he should have just like looked at it, tilted its head, you know. Starved Marvin was on South Park. Oh God. <sighs> I love what the cinema snob said about this. Paint Your Wagon is your go-to Leave Marvin film? That's like Halloween 2 being your go-to Brad Dorf film. <laughs> I feel like this came out of a conversation where Rob Zombie had on the first Halloween, of like talking about old movies and his actors not knowing who they I are. I feel like all his writing is conversations that came out at some point when he was drunk or on drugs. Yeah. 
And people looked at him the same way Annie just looked at her father like, what the fuck is this old man talking mm-hmm. about? What the fuck is this weirdo talking about? Mm-hmm. Well, except the dead rotting flesh. You know? Dead rotting flesh! Dead rotting flesh! Dead rotting flesh certainly hurt the dead rotting flesh. Right? <laughs> dead rotting flesh. Sir. <laughs> You can tell that's a stuffed dog. Oh, God, it's such a fake dog, but. Can I get you a glass of milk to go with that dog, Mr. Myers? Ugh. I have a tasty beverage to wash this down. Mmm. This is a tasty dog. This whole thing was fucking unnecessary. He could have just fucking, like, looked at the dog, tilted his head, and we get it. Seeing Michael Myers eat is not interesting. I guess it's supposed to establish the connection between the two of them. What's next? We're going to see Jason fucking squatting down in the woods and pooing. Actually, oh. knowing him, he probably just shits while he walks. <laughs> just like rolls down his pant <laughs> leg and just shakes it out. out. Yeah. He's got the same pant system as Andy Dufresne in the Shawshank Redemption. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I saw actually a really funny Friday the 13th uh, TikTok uh, yesterday. It shows a pair of teens sitting next to a lake, drinking wine. They they kiss, and it cuts through a tree line not too far from them. And just Jason pops out behind it with the song, You're mine, motherfuckers! <laughs> oh, She said sorry I was such a bitch earlier. We're trying to establish good law. I feel like yeah. the bad lorry came out a little too strong at first. Mm-hmm. And now Michael's meditating. He's going to see Splinter in the fire soon. (laughs) I am proud of you, my son. (laughs) Splinter as played by Rob Zombie. Might as well at this point. I'm proud of you, motherfucker. (laughs) But now we're getting real... Music video like. Living dead girl. Now, there's a lot of weird shit that goes on in my head, but this is really fucking weird. Like yeah, the, but you don't butcher people and like, cut up dogs. No, not that you know of. Well, I hope not. Now, these people, these characters are actually credited. Yeah. Because he loves his strange names and, and run-on sentences album titles. But the thing, too, is that you could have established this more in the first fucking film if you said Michael Myers is like a kid that just loves Halloween's his favorite season. I know some people that Halloween is their favorite seasons to the point where I worry about them. Uh-huh. Michael Myers could have been one of those people. Yeah. Because they love the that crisp one. air. Like, if I did, a, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the air is crisp. No, <laughs> air is crisp. Every time someone sends me that, I send them a clip of like Bruce Lee breaking someone's neck and saying, no, this is crisp. <laughs> <laughs> this goes crisp. <laughs> As Laurie's being attacked by the. Yeah. But is it her dream or his? Like, I think it's a shared nightmare. It's a shared nightmare. Yeah. That means Freddy Krueger's our crossover has happened. Oh, God. Public domain uh, scary cartoons. October 30th title card. She, well, I know in the theatrical version, she talked to her little stuffed tiger a little longer. Mm-hmm. And I would walk 500 miles. He on. did. 
I wonder if you ever stole any new shoes. Those would oh. wear out by then. I wonder what his Fitbit looks like. And that is clearly not the fucking Myers house, but it's supposed no, to be. Because it's a no fucking nowhere. It's like if you took fucking half of the Myers house and got rid of it. <laughs> but the thing is, they don't talk about any of this. They just they just show a dilapidated house that looks like the one from the last movie. And it's I, I guess it's close enough, but it's clearly not. I guess two years of development. I, that... It's No, I'd say it's... <sighs> I, I'd say I'd say it's acceptably close, like the Halloween Six Myers house is acceptably acceptably close. You are despicable. <laughs> but yes, we don't that like even the publisher says like, oh, I think this is kind of sick. It's like, oh, what is it? It's just it's morbid. Ha- it's poor taste. What is it? You went to the house, okay? I'm what sizzle, are you doing? Not st- yeah, okay. Lewis said, I'm selling a sizzle, not steak. He's this man of this Halloween universe. Yeah, he needs to die, too. <laughs> Bad taste, but what's, what do you do? What is the point of you being there? That's why I don't understand the, why the, point, of the, the point of the publishers. No, I understand what her problem is, because we don't know what they're exactly doing. Are they doing a piece on the house? Are they going to go in the house? They're going to say, oh, here's where I died. It, it, it's Look, there's my her. blood all over the floor. Look, there's some... Where some dead person I found was. As seen, as read on page 354 of my book, I describe what happened here. Like, I get it. It's not. Yeah. Tell us, though. It's like, this is a scene that happens. And we I, we talked about this in our initial review of it. Like, when we remember that one big spiel where we got lost? Yes. Because scene happens, then scene, then scene, yeah. then scene, then scene. It, was, it doesn't affect the pacing of the film, but you get so easily mixed up. Yeah. And this is a scene, and this is a scene, and now we have another scene, and then a scene. It, rather than plot being moved forward, it's just things that happen. It moves forward in the. It moves forward like a fucking roller coaster moves forward. Yeah. You're up, you're down. You're up, you're down. You're upside down. You're twisting around. You're loop de loop. But then you get to the end. That's yeah. the thing. Like I said, we're we're so all over the fucking place, but it doesn't affect the pacing to me. The movie still feels like we're moving towards something. Right, and now we have so weird. <laughs> now I have a different version of the original Halloween. Yep. Uh, of Rob Zombie's Halloween, but this time, young Michael is replaced by Laurie and drunken Ronnie Forsythe, William Forsythe. I got the two, the character and the man mixed up. Drunken William Forsythe. <laughs> Ronnie Forsythe. Ronnie Forsythe. <laughs> drunken William Forsythe is being played by Annie. Yeah. Because Laurie sees Annie as a reminder of, like, what happened, as she said earlier, which that part is actually cut out of the theatrical. Is it, or is it just trimmed? I think it was just trimmed. Okay. And the mental illness that fucking, you know, destroyed her brother is taking over. It could have been something genetic that was activated through trauma, you know? Am I grasping at straws or what? I'm kind of just... You're in a trance from this weird music video? Yep. That interrupts the pace of the movie. I wonder if any of these actors asked during the scene, what's my motivation? And Rob Zombie just had no idea what to say. He says, money. What's my motivation? Your per um, diem. Scream. It's like Nick Castle. What's my motivation? Your motivation to walk from one side of the street to the other. To the other. Simple as that. Yep. I, I guess that the point is to show that the de-evolution of Laurie Strode. Yeah. That she's losing her fucking mind and it's taking over the same way it took her fucking brother. And Scout's doing a really good job of telling that. Meanwhile, in Halloween Town. 
Herman Munster. Is that going to be Rob Zombie's Herman Munster? Do we have a preview for the future? Well, that's actually the monster, Frankenstein, with the... the uh, ah, the- shut up. <laughs> In old-timey England, the son takes on the name of the father. I know. I just want to annoy you with the well, actually. Oh, dear piggy. How you know Scat's good actress? Because I'm starting to feel like an anxiety attack coming on watching her doing this. See, I I, I feel for her. Yeah, <laughs> I no, feel for like this is really because I get it. It's like, all right, the, the the pig scene I really understood because like I'm not recommending anyone ever do this, but if you ever been on the internet and you see where our fucking food comes from, it's uh, pretty much the worst thing I have ever seen in my life. Yep, and now a lot of times when I see. Like a cute picture of a little piggy, I am. My brain brings me back to that, and I want to like, I I want to lose it like her. Mm-hmm. Ugh! Stop hitting me so close to home, movie. Uh, you said like what we said before, like there's ideas in here that really like, and we really wish that was explored more, like something like this. And the fact you have somebody like Margot Kidder who has well-documented mental health, health issues is, is she's just trying to help this because she understands she yeah. was there once. And it's on many levels of her being in this movie is really, really spot on. Of course, the same as my dog trainer. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'd have done that. See that ending of that scene. Like I, I get where you're going, but you're not making her sympathetic anymore. No. Like we started that scene sympathetic. Well, and the scene didn't end up in the fucking theatrical cut anyway. No. Where most audiences saw it initially. But like, you want to end your scene differently from how you move the scene begins. Yes. But that was a little, it's taking her, bad Laurie, unfortunately, becomes unsympathetic. And unfortunately, I feel like there's not enough balance of bad and good. Yeah, where... you could have made, like, you could have made Margot Kidder's character more duplicitous or diabolical here if you wanted to. I wouldn't have. I just would have shown Laurie more sad than angry. Or, like, she's, like, really, like, okay, like, she had somewhat like of a she, grip in the beginning of the scene. By the end of it, she, she has no grip whatsoever. Like, how she was in the middle. Like yeah. She's, like, crying about, I need my prescription, instead of just screaming F-bombs and stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, the adages for scenes is, like, get in late and get out early. Like, mm-hmm. you could have gotten out of that scene earlier, and it yeah. probably would have been more effective. And now she's self-medicating with uh, booze. Mm-hmm. With cheap uh, liquor. Liquor. And listens to some Psycho Billy. I like psychobility. Yeah. Psychobility. <laughs> it's a psychobilly freak out. That's what's interesting. It, it, I feel this movie does show a lot of like really good depictions of how people react to trauma because like we have Lori's, we have who's losing her fucking mind, just becoming a wreck. We have Loomis who's 
take advantage financially. And we have Andy, who's almost become like the complete opposite of what she was. She's like mom now. Yeah. It's like trying to take care of everybody. And we've been praising Scout the entire time, but like Daniel Harris really crushed it, especially in this yeah. scene right here. I mean, to be fair, like if I met Scout Taylor Compton as they would get an autograph, I think I'd have her sign a copy of this, honestly. And so. Now we're being reminded that this is a Rob Zombie film. Uh, because this character is supposed to be played by Bill Mosley. What happened? Uh, I don't know. I think he, he, I think Bill and uh, Rob had a disagreement. Or maybe it was money. I'm not sure. Because that's why this character plays two roles in this movie. Because he plays uh, Uncle Coffin later. Or Coffin f- Fuckface. The, 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 the MC. Coffin Fuckface. Co- I don't know. <laughs> Coffin fuckface. <laughs> Bones dick beater. I don't know. Coffin, no, it's not. You, you've lost it. The moment has passed. Coffin uh, fuckface. Because he plays the MC at the uh, ah, the shindig okay. later. Well, maybe he fucking put his head back together. <laughs> maybe he maybe he was able to turn his head back from a strawberry rhubarb pie that he dropped on the floor. <laughs> Now I want a strawberry rhubarb pie. <laughs> like, that's my fault? No. Oh. I didn't blame you. I'm just saying now. I want a strawberry... I was reminded of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that just Jeff Daniel Phillips? Jeff Daniels? Jeff Daniel Phillips. Oh. Should have been Jeff Daniels. I know. <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> Michael? I'm gonna kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Our pet's heads are falling off. (laughs) Lord, you do some really dumb stuff. And totally redeem yourself. Just so I think you can't be any dumber, Lloyd. You go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself. I gotta go to the bathroom. Now, I wasn't paying attention, but did they show the poster saying the The home of... Michael Myers' mother. mother. Yeah, it's a big uh, tribute to her mm-hmm. at the strip club. Tribute? <laughs> For cash Exploitation. Grab. Exploitation cash grab. I put, okay, maybe I should have said tribute in uh, quotes. Now let's break our continuity and have Michael Myers kill Maskless. Yeah, maskless. He's so overmasked, that's why he does this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I saw behind-the-scenes production stills of him just in the coveralls walking around without a mask on. Huh. Maybe that was just Tyler Mayne walking around the set. I don't know. Possibly. It looked like it was in the middle of a shot. I feel that there's more footage to this film out there than was previously put together. Look at the deleted scenes. Yeah, there was a lot of footage that was not used. That footage can fucking burn. (laughs) That is film stock I would use to burn down a movie theater full of Nazis. (laughs) I've been playing a lot of Wolfenstein lately, and it's made me want to watch Inglorious Bastards. It's an okay Tarantino flick. I, I, I think that the marketing plan was a bait and switch. In what way? 
because all like a lot of the footage was like showing stuff that we never saw, and like it was like I thought it was gonna be a war movie, like having battles and what have you. But uh, now nah, it was um, this is typical Jump like uh, <laughs> good God. I mean, I love Christoph Walton, and I love uh, what's He's her brilliant. and what's her name who plays the the lead, the female lead who the 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 theater owner who plays Soshana. Oh shit! Um. Look it up. Don't erase seize your tweets. Oh. I can't believe it's this girl. How did they not know it? Is there any gum on my shoe? <laughs> scrape, scrape, scrape. Hi, Ma. <laughs> Well, why did this boy Michael Myers put his mask on? Portrayed by Melanie Lawrence. Merit Melanie Lawrence. I don't know why I just got that. That just came to me literally at the because last I had possible it up on my second. phone. No, I didn't look at oh. your phone. I didn't glance over. Huh. Mom, why don't you just love popped, hurts again? I couldn't help it. It just popped in there. <laughs> what just popped in there? I thought that was coming out this month, but I didn't realize it got delayed until November. What? Oh, was after life. Oh my. I'm interested. Yeah, no, I'm not saying no to it. No. Uh, I mean, there's... I guess if your standards are that low, you're never disappointed. Uh... This is what Rob Zombie does with his wife at night. Um... (laughs) First on the Herman Munster hat. This is going to be a scene out of the new Munsters movie. Oh, Christ. I just want to know, is he going to let, is Sherry going to play Lily or Marilyn? Is she, is is she going to go for the fucking, the, the, the clean cut, uh, blonde, you know, the, the, the niece who's the, who's the total, uh, what is it? Not contradiction. The opposite. Uh, juxtaposition. Ju- the, t- the niece was the juxtaposition because she's the cute, clean-cut blonde, or she could go for Marilyn, the, the bride of Frankenstein mom. Oof. Rhubarb pie. Mmm. Delicious. Mm. Never rub another Rub- man's rhubarb. Rhubarb. He rubbed another man's rhubarb with his <laughs> shoe. <laughs> oh... <laughs> I'll give the man a hand. Fucking chicken man over here. <laughs> I I bet you they broke a chicken's neck for that sound effect. Yeah. Or at least celery. I hope it's celery. Oh, oh. the mask is damaged. Darn darn. Oof. You feel like Octavia Spencer's death was over the top? Look, there's a person on the other side. I'm trying to get them to meet. Hug. Hug. Uh, I feel like that that would be Barney in a drunken stupor. (laughs) Now, what do you think of that? You know, ripping part of the mask off. It's different. 
That's a funny joke. <laughs> um, for this version, like the the breakdown of the psyche of both Michael and uh, Laurie, I can kind of see it. What done? It's then done. It's manifesting the breaking down between what? Michael the child and the, the shape. Yeah, being ripped. Oh, yeah. I could be grasping at straws there. Oh no. I wonder why he wasn't sent a, a, an advanced copy. Because uh, he wanted him to pay for it? <laughs> hey, he got his book sale. You still have a fucking... I know, I get... All right, I get it's rural in the 90s, but they still have a rotary phone. Mm, maybe, I, I bet you we can go to some houses in the middle of America to this day. Still have rotary, rotary. Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 Rut-row. You found it. <laughs> really what you're going to spend your paycheck on, honey? I mean, she's just, not going to therapy anymore. Just walk away. <laughs> In the words of Lord Humongous, telling Lori to just go away, not go into that bookstore. I understand. We've all lost someone we love. Yeah, just show Michael Myers' whole face. You know, it's not a fucking mystery or anything uh... that you should care about. Like, Michael Myers just looks like Rob Zombie there. <clears throat> or Zach Wild. Or Tyler Maine. <laughs> well, yes. Still born. <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This, no. it's, uh, I mean, it's just a harsh daylight. It just looks so fucking silly and low rent. But then you completely kill any, like, mystique of seeing Michael Myers' face. Yes. That's one thing I gotta say with fucking Halloween and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They've really fucking just always kept very frugal with showing his face. Yep. <laughs> And what was it? Uh, I bet you. I've stood on lines of a gentleman like this who's the overactive fan who's meeting uh, their heroes. They are a rare breed indeed. That's what I'll say. <laughs> I think it's the kindest thing I could say. But you know what? You think he's the dangerous one here, but mm. he's not. Oh, God, I'm so... <sighs> He shouldn't recognize the victims. He doesn't care, that's the thing. Uh. He's probably, like, put that memory away. Yeah. Yeah. 
maybe having the signing in Haddonfield was probably a little poor taste. <laughs> like fucking Charlton Heston having an NRA meeting in fucking Littleton right after um, fucking goddamn Columbine. Yeah. I totally forgot he did that. He did that, yeah. Yeah, holy shit. Where's Aaron Eckhart to uh, punch out people by yeah. bringing guns to a public? <laughs> I suggest you buy English. Louis <laughs> <sighs> continue to be shitty, in a, in a, but this time in a limo. Yeah, it should have been the opposite. Yeah. It should have been the dynamic in Scream 4 between uh, Sydney and her publicist. Or Frasier and BB. And, Fra- and Frasier and BB. Where you have the publicist pushing this out of him, but he's being... People are looking at him like the fucking pariah, but it's really the publicist taking for, advantage of his misery. For God's sakes, BB, I can't do that. <laughs> Niles. Oh, and we have a Rob Zombie scene again. If you like, it took like a like you're in final draft and with the script of Rob Zombie, Control F. It's right. Fuck. How many things? How many times did that pop? Control up? F is fine. Control yeah. V is paste. Oh. Just no, I, I was saying type fuck. Highlights it. Control C. And then okay. Every time inspiration strikes, Control F. Control F. Control F. Control uh, F. Control F. Oh no. Control V. Control. God no, damn saying, it. No, control <laughs> F just to find how many fucks are in his scripts. Yeah. Well, he didn't give too many. So. <laughs> They must, have just, they must have just been there from the start because he didn't give too many. Zing! Oh, now she knows. Now she knows the truth. Did she spray paint on the wall? <laughs> they let her do whatever. <sighs> he feels bad. That's one thing. Another thing I got to give this movie is that in a Halloween movie, we never really get an epilogue, which shows like the damage of these characters fresh after and them trying to have to deal with it. Oh, I've I've been in this situation a million times, too. Blasting Blasting your fucking music while just like having a goddamn nervous breakdown. As you drive. Yep. But like, okay, we could say like, yeah, Halloween five is kind of like, you know, the pickup later, but. Everything starts again so quickly. There's no time to process what happened in the last movie. This year, like we're told what like the trauma is, and then immediately start into the like, immediately the... started. Then we get yeah. fucking psychic link. Here, at least, like the threat of Michael Myers to these characters does not begin until about this time, the third act, mm-hmm. the end of the movie. The whole first two acts for them. Yes, we know he's still out there. Yes, he's killing rednecks in a field. But for these characters, to the best of their knowledge, he's dead. Yeah. They don't know until he shows up again at the end. So we get to see them just, you know, processing everything and just slowly losing it. That's what's way more interesting to me. I mean, in the original Halloween movies, you know, yeah, we see it 20 years later, 40 years later. You know, we see it through Loomis. That's why, like, was it those comics that, like, take place a couple years later? 
1981, Laurie's kind of... Oh, like, the first death of Laurie Strode, yeah. our uncompleted comic trilogy. Yeah. God, I wish... If I had fucking a million dollars, just say, I'm buying this and I'm re- releasing it. Mm. Fuck you. Eat a dick. Here's a check to go away. I will pay you people to go away legally. Sure. And I'm releasing this. Because there was the thought... I don't know if anyone actually ever read it or if they released full details of it, but... The third part of it might have been, you know, a dream or Lori's like psychotic hallucinations or something. Cause that, that, that she became the shape at that point? No, 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 no. That was the first Halloween trilogy of comics. Oh. But the, the, the third one that because we get it. Part two ends in a cliffhanger. It's a year later. Lori's at a Halloween party, you know, drinking, doing fucking drugs and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her buddy's off going, having sex with every random guy. And she's being pursued through the house by a guy in a clown costume and that famous Emmett Kelly said clown mask. Yeah. And he attacks her and she thinks it's Michael Myers, you know, and she's being chased by, you know, the car she keeps see- that she believes she's still seeing. And she gets to Jimmy's house and he with the the com- second issue ends with Jimmy being killed by Michael Myers in this clown costume. Mm. Chris Hardwick. Because House of Thousand Corpses. I just remember fucking people laughing when they saw Weird Al Yankovic. Why not? Weird Al Yankovic made more sense than the first naked gun. They does in this movie. Yeah. How many people... Seriously, like... uh, uh, All right. How old were you? You were how old in 2009? 2009... 17? How much of of your generation really knew Weird Al? Uh, My generation? Probably not that much. But, like, I'm a different story because... I'm into older Yes, you're into older stuff. Like, Weird Al was popular in my generation. You know, when I was a kid, I remember listening, because that was when he was still cranking out his big hits in the, you know, the early to mid-90s. And then I remember 99 was like the last album I remember of his that really, you know, got a lot of attention, because they had the the Saga Begins, American Pie, episode one. Mm -hmm. But that was because I was still a teenager. I was in my late teens, you know. How old was I? 15 by then and you know he we we, me, we all grew up on him you know mm-hmm. so what the fuck is weird al doing i mean he was hilarious in this movie but 17 18 depending on one uh, yeah it just came out in the summer yeah i was 17 i was driving at this point i drove myself to see oh this. my god you were 17 the age michael myers kills his ah! victims Lori Strode, josh hartnett josh hartnett's haircut Oh, a lot of people online made fun of this kid. Well, That's this unfair. Is stupid. Why is the little boy? Are you a giant? This is so written stupid. Blah 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 blah. Uh, well, Michael Myers is just looking at him because mentally, that's pretty much where he still is. Yeah. As Lori's at uh, her friend's house. Yep. Getting shit-faced. Getting messed up. And her friends are like, uh, maybe we shouldn't go out and party. They have a light bright that says fuck off and die in the background. That's probably belongs to Rob Zombie. Yep. <laughs> As Lori steps up, stands into, uh, 
Lori wants a ceiling to, fan. Lori wants to do her. Yeah, right. Imagine knock her out. <laughs> okay, we don't have to worry anymore. She wants to do her best Andrew WK impression. Party, party, party. party. And then eventually get engaged to Cat Dennings. Andrew WK is engaged to Cat Dennings. Are you yes. fucking kidding me? I am not. Damn. Mm-hmm. I wonder what was it—the unwashed white shirt and white pants for twenty oh, years. No. Maybe it was his Proud Boy connection. Who knows? He has one. He he had a friend like no. like was part of it. He said he since distanced himself from it. But oh, yeah, no. Well, when all you care about is partying, you know, <laughs> you blame everyone who doesn't want you. Hey, to there's party. a Calvin fuckface. And they're dressing up as Rocky Horror characters. Yeah, I'd say by '97, you know. Yeah, that, that's their fair. Pa- their parents liked it. Yeah. I hung out with people that were hugely into Rocky Horror. I mean, I enjoy watching it, but... Confession? I've still never seen it. If you're into really weird shit, you'll like it. I know. I mean, I feel like I I, I should watch that and, like, uh, Phantom of the Paradise the same night. I don't know if that's too much for my brain to handle or not. This song was on the soundtrack, and yeah. I didn't enjoy it thoroughly. I imagine this is what happened in Gotham, in Joe Schumacher's Gotham, when we don't see Batman stopping criminals. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Father would throw you in jail in a minute if he wanted to. Nothing you could do about it. But, Dad! Shut up. Big man! <laughs> okay, poopsikins. Kick ass. You need to get your fucking teeth fixed. Oh, I think those are. I hope it's a fake. I. That was a joke. Oh. I'd hate to be in that giant costume all night. In the context of the movie, I'd hate to be any of those naked, topless women dancing. Like, uh, so skeevy. I just imagine, yeah, it's skeevy. I imagine it's cold. Yeah, it's supposed to be late October. Yeah. And it's showing silent public domain horror movies on the the outskirts of the the tower farm. I'm dubbing it the tower farm for this universe. Go right ahead. Might as well. Fuck it. Nothing matters anymore. Uh, 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 That's a line said by Rob Zombie many a times. uh, The roofy free, I swear. So you're carrying okay. just all the, all the STDs. I mean, point well, the Wolfman needs more shots. <laughs> ah, shuck, 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 shuck. Uh, 
I could have made a ba- I just thought of a really bad joke right now that I heard a long time. I'm not going to make it. Uh, tell me off, Mike. This is your show. <laughs> yep. Uh, Someone throw a rock at that guy. <laughs> Wait, what was her trick? What'd she I, do? I guess she did something with her tongue. I can't be mad at this guy because I think this is about mind levels uh, skill of just being uh, as cool with like a stranger. Yeah, but the way they were talking before, walking up to the fucking van, are you kidding me? I, that For me, it's like, okay, we've gotten past that part. Yeah. <laughs> Want me to do what, Mr. Zombie? No. <sighs> <sighs> not gonna king shame. I just wouldn't want to do that in my van. Mm. I don't get why anyone would like that. <laughs> you ever see a jump cut kill anybody? You're about to. <laughs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> was he filming as well and he just fucking hit the camera on the way around? He, he slapped the back of the <laughs> operator's head. <laughs> You bumped into my shot, asshole. Shut the fuck up, I'm the director. That's what Zabby probably said. As he killed that young man for real. <laughs> now I'm just imagining Tyler Mane trying to squeeze himself into that tiny van hole of uh, van window. <laughs> Bet you if he gets stuck. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Ghost Day trying to climb out the back of the band and scream after, <laughs> after, after Sydney. Slow motion. Hey, I can do slow motion on this editor. Wow. And it's fake slow motion. Technology is so neat. It's not real slow motion either. It's like, because it's so stuttery. Oh. If it was real slow motion, it'd be silky smooth. Yeah. Uh, hi, Hammer. As Loomis is taking in the show that he just did earlier in the evening. Mm-hmm. This is Loomis's arc where he realizes he's an asshole because he was on TV. Yeah, Weird Al's the one who did him in. That's what saved his soul. Weird Al <laughs> Weird, saved Dr. Loomis. Saved Dr. Dr. Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> this is like fan fiction levels of bad now. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet that out later. Uh. Oh, a reference everyone's been making forever. It's over. You didn't know it before. I think I was. I think I was zombie at the editing suite. <laughs> it's over. He's watching the movie back and just uh. cringing. Uh oh, Lori had one too many. Yeah. 
had like 10 too many. Did you see her chugging those before? Yeah, we don't know what the hells are in those. Oh, God, Ew. no. Coffin fuckface. No one's looking for you. Not even the police. They don't even, they don't want you. <laughs> no, I think the police are really are looking for him. Ugh. On multiple charges. Oh. Living Thoughts? dead girl. <laughs> I don't know. How do do people... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Trying to form a thought. Ah! She's being attacked by a rodent of unusual size. R-U-S's. She, is there a thing of people having, like, linked mental disorders where they see the same thing? Um, they have the same hallucinations? I do not know. I know, like, twins have certain thought patterns. Blinked. Well, I mean, they are siblings, but not twins, so... Yeah. So even if they do have, like, the same psychosis, they wouldn't necessarily see the same thing? I'm not a doctor. And I don't play one on TV. Nope. Because that's what really, at least when I read, like, reviews and stuff, people talk about it, that's That's what really, like, kills it for them. You know what this movie needs? What? A neighbor explaining cosplaying and Comic-Cons to Annie here. You know what I really need? What? A fucking noose. <laughs> for myself. Oh, uh, yeah. Look at the deleted scenes, everybody. If you, if don't you... look at the, Don't waste your <laughs> goddamn time. Do not waste your goddamn time. He, he shot some whole thing where some geeky neighbor comes over, hangs out with Annie, and just talks about, like, comic books and stuff, and she doesn't fucking care. And it's like, even at that point, I feel sympathy for her. And I like comic... Well, I, I don't know. I still do. But You enjoy comic book stories. Yes. But he's just talking... It's, it's fucking dribble. It's yeah. fucking nonsense. It's, it's fucking just dribble. It adds nothing. It's precious film stock. You're so rare nowadays. Yep, and this is Fujifilm, and they don't make this shit oh anymore. Oh, my God, and there could have been some 16-millimeter film stock used, you know? So many projects could have used so it. So many projects could have used it. Wasted. Oh, why? <laughs> oh. But now, Michael was able to get across town. With his transportation, his teleport powers. That's a small town. You never know how far away it might have been. We don't know how long. Also, we don't know how long Lord was at the party. Yes. Maybe he jogged. <sighs> oh my god, a mirror shot. Mirror shot. Because it's a horror movie. Yep. I just love like in the commercials and shit when they show in a second when she looks at him. Just like this, just like a look of like. Not caring. Yeah. And then they cut it off right... Like, they cut it off right there. Like, right before. Yeah. Just, mm. I'm like, what? Slow down and post. Because <laughs> we need to be longer. Ruff. Yeah, the cowardly line is, is kicking the shit out of, uh, out of Andy now. Sadly. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, caramba. Hi, Karamba. 
I care about Bart Simpson. Oh, you got any more catchphrases for me, uh, Bart? Here's another one. Got a quarter! <laughs> I am shocked and appalled. Computer just made a noise. It's probably about to die. Yeah. You see, the computer doesn't even want to wake it to the end of this movie. Yeah. Sing it, sister. Yeah. I mean, points uh, for... It was off. What the fuck is it making noises for? And it... that's concerning. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. As and as Lori and Meyer having their heart-to-heart here, uh, we may hear a breakdown of Mike's uh, psyche dealing with his laptop It's here. going into battery saver mode, even though it was in fucking sleep mode. Like, that makes no sense. No difference. I put it in sleep mode to save the battery power. Oh, I'm so not looking forward to Windows 11. <laughs> no. I just watched on Linus Tech Tips another video explaining Linux and how to install it. And I'm just like, maybe it's time. I, I think, think I do have one more hard drive slot in there. I, I, I think for the betterment of your life going forward, I think switching over to Linux would probably be the best thing for you. I don't know, man. Compatibility. It's not all the way there yet. I know. But Windows 11 just seems like such a... Windows 11 seems like a fucking nightmare waiting to happen. <laughs> and uh, there's a bunch of Mac listeners just like listening, looking down on you. Just like 2% of you. <laughs> waiting for the, I'm waiting for the day fucking a Windows update causes like planes to fall out of the sky. Oh my and, god! And like even volcanoes to erupt. So, like, there's no computers in volcanoes, but fuck it. Like every volcano on Earth just erupts. Oh, no, we we get to the point that we can control volcano eruptions. A Windows 11 update causes Armageddon. <laughs> Speaking of Armageddon, this place is completely destroyed. Um, and we, we see glimpses of the act itself. But do we need to see glimpses of the act itself? It looks pretty, uh... What, he just got mad and said, fuck, he just broke all your furniture first? He, he, he pulled a Tommy Wiseau and just says, like, ah, I'm fed up with this world. Or, or an Orson Everybody Wells. betray me. I fed up with this world. Or he pulled a Charles Forster cane and threw everything around. Laurie Strode, you're tearing me apart. apart. Somebody tries to fight him. Don't touch me, motherfucker. I'm just trying to find my sister. My family is all dead. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Like, what did he do there? They're my favorite serial killer. Hi, doggy. <laughs> Thanks. Hi, doggy. <laughs> There's a movie going on. You're over here laughing. Shame on you. Is that your IQ or your sperm count? I was flipped off. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was at a friend's house last year, and uh, 
we were like leaving the room and he wanted me to turn the lights off. He just said, flip that off. So I just woke up with the lights <laughs> and stuck my middle finger out at it and he laughed. <sighs> anyway, back to the movie. Yeah. Uh, Maya's going to turn into a shish kebab here in a oh, moment. Oh, poor Maya. Why don't yep. you just roll off the table while he's looking at you? Oof. Oof. Uh, she's dying. Oof. Oh, he's got to pry it out a little. Oof. Oh, <laughs> just one more for good measure. Yeah, that's. I think that's the modus operandi to this Myers. This movie is one more for good measure. One more for good luck. One more, just in case. Look, I'm just trying to think. What the hell did he do to her? What didn't he do? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. What didn't he do? Because her blood's all over all the over the fucking like, place. Like, so there's like, a ceiling above and everything. Sir, it's coming from your house. It's coming from inside the house. So the hoose. Dramatic. The hoose. <laughs> the crack hoose. The crack hoose. <laughs> Rob Ford versus Michael Myers. <laughs> You fill Mayor Ro- former Mayor Rob Ford up with cocaine and you let him loose on Michael Myers. And um, whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> the tagline of Freddy vs. Jason. Alien vs. Predator, that's right. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Which I must pay for. So this is the end. This is the end. Yeah, we stumbled into the beginning of the apocalypse now. And that's it for Annie. Oh, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. But, again, hats off to Scout. Yep. Oh, oh, Jesus, the plot's here. <laughs> the plot's here, and it brought its fucking hammer. <laughs> no, the Cowboy Lion took the axe from the Tin Man. That's what he's using. Ooh. Hey. Just <laughs> so that look loads. Hey, hey. Now Laurie's running away from Michael. Michael's retrieved his knife from Maya's corpse, presumably. More slow motion. More slow motion. Jesus Christ. (sighs) Thank God it's not four hours long. Yeah. Maybe don't release the Snyder Cut this time. (laughs) I almost made Tim do a spit take. Dead wrestlers. <laughs> Wheelchair guy. <laughs> oh, no! All the things that make Tim laugh. Oh, no! All the bad things that make Tim laugh. 
But now we get Brad Dourif going full Dourif. I'm going full Dourif! <laughs> it's like he's, he's transforming into full Dourif. Now this is where they do just the weirdest fucking thing ever. Intercut with actual home movie footage of Daniel Harris. Yeah. That, like... Like what? Like, we get it. We get it. Like... She's dead. They didn't really kill Daniel Harris. No. Like, you don't trust your actors or your audience to get it. I think they've done a very good job so far, even before Brad Dorff showed up on the scene. And this is a character... And that's the thing. We're, we're sort of completing a bit of a story here, like... And he survived Halloween one. Yeah, that's a bit of a twist. Mm-hmm. So we've had time. It's not like we just fucking met her, and it's like we have to we have to show meaning to her death. Yeah. Slow motion. Yeah, the whole movie footage was in slow motion. Oh. <laughs> oh god, I need like seventy cheeseburgers right now. <laughs> to get through this. The irony's not lost on us that we brought uh. up the food industry, and now we're gonna go get fast food after this. I don't know. I may, I may just go for the ride. Yeah. Though I am hungry. Now Laurie's running through the woods. Where am I? <laughs> the precious is lost. <laughs> if you keep running, you're gonna run to Laurie's granddaughter running through the same woods. Well, yeah, in, in a different universe. You'll run into a backfield of uh, with a bunch of mannequins. Uh, I found a cool YouTube channel that does like horror movie set visits and stuff, like location hunts. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he went to the fucking Strode House from Halloween 2018. Apparently, he was able to get permission from the owner to go onto it. Oh, really? And there's still a lot of really cool shit still there. You know, through, like there's fucking like fake phone numbers written in pencil on like the door jam. Huh. Like everyone, there actually is. I, I don't know if this is confirmed, but, like, the basement of the of Lori's house in Halloween 2018, I think we think that that was, like, a set or whatever. Yeah. But there actually is a facade dug out in the kitchen floor of where that kitchen island is, and it's been had a piece of plywood uh, screwed over it. Huh. And even cooler, apparently, the ending shots of the house being on fire, they had some kind of, like, pyrotechnic setup where they were sort of shooting fire out the windows. Right. Like, in a controlled way. Because inside the house, right above the windows, the wood is fucking charred. Really? Yeah. Well, fire pipes are a thing. Yeah. Where, like, you set up a pipe and it will literally shoot out. That's how Laurie Strode killed Michael Myers in that one. Or, yeah. Or trapped him. Yeah. But, yeah, like, they created that effect by not just setting the goddamn house on fire, but by having a controlled fire so big through the windows that it looked hey, more convincing. Hey, what's his face from People Under the Stairs and it, Twister? Really? Yeah, he's the- Helen Hunt? No. <laughs> He's the one who drives uh, Alan Ruck in Twister, who's, who, who's accused of folding the maps when he's supposed to roll the maps. Why don't you just pull her out the other side? It's a lot more efficient, and you won't hurt your back that way. Uh, uh, oh. oh. And that folks. He's, I think that guy's okay. <laughs> he got thrown through the windshield and had the car flipped on top of him. I yeah. Think he's all right. Yeah, you got Cliff Burton pretty hard right there. Oh, that's not nice. I'm, am I wrong, though? Well, sort of, because the bus isn't on its side anymore. Well, yeah. I apologize. Uh, she thought she was out of this mess. Poor thing. 
just when I thought it was out. They, they flip my car back in. <laughs> they flip it back on its side. More slow motion. Is it? Or is it just them walking slowly? It seems a little more... It doesn't seem juddery. I think it's just them walking slowly. We can't tell anymore. This <laughs> is how overused it is. It's all it's lost all meaning, like the word fuck in this movie. Yep. Brad Durf sitting there is waiting like eh, I can't wait for the Chucky series to start filming. <laughs> Who? Huh. Who? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get the SWAT team mobilized. Sure. I love you, mommy. Uh, and they're both hallucinating the same vision simultaneously in unison at once. Yeah, we're getting a little silly here. Sure. This movie is weird. As heard from the Rob Zombie household. Ugh. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. More slow motion. <laughs> John Moo doesn't have this much slow motion in a movie. Fucking stuntmen don't have as much padding as this movie. <laughs> uh, That's what the stuntman union should get together. It's like, we want as much padding as Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Uh, That'll bankrupt us. <laughs> oh, man, I don't think even Waco was treated with this much severity. Ugh. <laughs> Michael Myers has a picture of Kool-Aid inside. <laughs> well, actually, it was actually Flavor-Aid. Oh. That's what he was using. Mm. They were fucking cheap. <laughs> they got the generic. Yeah! Like, Jim Jones couldn't even spring for the real shit. He probably got everybody's money, and he couldn't afford them basic fucking Kool-Aid. Wow, he is a dick. I mean, he all the money was to move them to uh, out of the country. Move them to South America. To move them to Guyana, excuse me. And I say, if he grabbed his old coat instead of his new one, it would be a nice... Everything piece. would have been all right if he just got that one coat. Maybe his fucking pistol's still inside, even nah, though... No, I don't to go that far, but I'm just like, at least like show that he's made a change. That he's reverted back to old Loomis, at least visually. And Loomis shows up to, here he comes to save the day. Comes to wreck the day. <laughs> Boom. Uh, 
Uh, and he goes full bread dwarf. <laughs> uh, you should have just, like, ripped from New Jack City. Like, I want to kill you so bad. My dick is hard. <laughs> I will kill you until you die from it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you're lucky you're not going to get Epstein here, uh, Loomis. He's going to hang himself in his jail cell? Yeah, he totally committed suicide. I can see a fucking rich piece of shit like that actually facing the law. And fuck- That's why fucking stockbrokers jump out the window when all their fucking money's gone. Because God forbid their fucking money's gone. True. It's still one of my favorite jokes in Robocop 3 is the OCP. Uh- oh, yeah, Arnold <laughs> just went out the window. That's the fourth one this month. <laughs> Ah, just shoot him. It's coming right for us. <laughs> it's coming right for us. That joke will never get old. <laughs> Especially in this one. <laughs> Especially in a few minutes. Hey, Sheriff Brackett, maybe we shouldn't have put the strobe lights on the helicopter. <laughs> Don't worry. It's, it's making like- it look like a Rob Zombie film. <laughs> It's psychologically messing with them. Don't worry. That's what we see. It's all in both their heads. Yeah. Uh, uh, here comes the part that fucking just makes me not choose the director's cut over the theatrical. Yeah. <laughs> we waited 31 years. Oh, 31 years. <laughs> so bad. Why would he take the mask off first? Because he, he doesn't need it anymore. He wants to show Loomis it's me, young Michael, killing you. Yeah, I suppose. Die! Why from your grave? It's more like, why? (laughs) I can't get over that. And he falls to the ground dead. Through the body on the ground. I don't know. I like how he died in the theatrical cut better. Yeah. Impaled horrifically in farm equipment. Farm equipment. Seems to be slightly alive, and then Lori goes nuts killing him. Now, why would you just fucking run up and stop her? Oh, there's young Michael laying dead next next to him. Now, I know they're intercutting the cops right there, looking at her with the theatrical cut footage. Yeah. Where she had put on the mask. Just run up and stop her.
Mr. Warn her. Okay. Warn her. Warn her. Like, don't do down, it. Put down the knife. We will shoot you if, or else. Or just run up and stop her. It's coming right for us. <laughs> it's coming right for us. And she she's buffered to death. <laughs> That's how she died by buffering. That's what kills Lori here. This is shit. A skip a skip DVD is what is what shit taking a shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a test audience's reaction right there. That that cop's face. Fucking hell. There's no reason for that. And love hurts apparently. A sad cover of it. Yes. By the same group, Nan Vernon, who Man did Vern. Mr. Sandman. Mm-hmm. So wait, in the theatrical, she comes out wearing the killer's mask, and that's not an excuse to shoot her, but her just walking out slowly. It's like, maybe, maybe she, she won't do something. Maybe, oh, she picked up the knife. Uh, <laughs> What gun? He's got a fucking hero sandwich. <laughs> she had, that's why like, he thought she had a hero sandwich. <laughs> now I'm guessing this is supposed to be in her mind. Yeah, her going. Her home. dying, her death. Her, She's going home. Yeah. Jesus. Nah, now they're just going to track through this hallway <laughs> slowly, not in slow motion. I like it better than the theatrical, mm. where it's more ambiguous. Implied. It's more, I think it's not ambiguous. She clearly doesn't die, but in the fucking nuthouse now. Yeah. She sees the white horse and she's fully transformed into her fucking brother. Yeah. Reminiscent of Halloween 4. The victim becomes the fucking monster. Wait, didn't she have, like, other hallways and a big water fountain there? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be, like... It's the white hallway in her mind. Mm -hmm. You've heard of the tunnel. It's the one we all go through. The other side of it is heaven or hell. This is that tunnel. No, you're supposed to put that screwdriver in your eyeball and try to reach your brain. There you go. Up your nose. Nah, there's too much too much nasal passages and weirdness. Oh, that's, that's how they having mummified people. Is, but an eye is more direct. Yeah, true. At least it's not a unicorn. Uh, maybe it should have been fucking. Why not at this point? I just wonder how often that, that, that horse shit in that, on that set. I don't know how often that horse just said to itself, fuck, what am I doing here? I'm... In a Rob Zombie film. Uh, I'll take the glue factory I could have been this. in the Lucky Charms ad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that was the director's cut of Halloween H2. Oh, and there's a dead bully. Oh, yeah. We got a glimpse of all his victims. All the victims. And there's a dead William Forsyth. Andy Gould. Gould. Who is like Rob Zombie's like music producer from back in the day. Ew, get off my screen. Uh, Harvey got something, got his name all over my credits again. So, yeah, we had three other people killed with his sister in the first one, and that basically means it means the sister's kill means nothing. I don't know. Oh, Joe Grizzly. Bitch. (laughs) The Strodes. Yep. It's more way we can pad out the credits. 
Fucking crash test tum- crash test dummies don't have as much padding. <laughs> NASCAR drivers don't have as much padding. <laughs> Wait, they cut from Linda at the end of the first one to Annie. What about everybody else in this movie? That was literally everyone yeah. from the first movie. And then the, just with Annie. With the exception of Annie's boyfriend, and then Annie. Okay, well, the movie's over. Yeah. The credits right. are rolling. And you see, like, even his credits are not even consistent. Oh, fuck this. We hope you've had fun. I hope. <laughs> but this is the end. <laughs> the end of today, at least. Yeah. So, thoughts? I'm turn- <laughs> I'm taking over your spot now. There are ideas in here that I think could have been fleshed out and made into a better story. Yes. And there are glimpses of moments here, like like character interactions that I think are really good. I like a lot of the performances. Yeah. Um, even the suspense in the security um, booth. Yeah. And, like, some of the lighting choices are pretty cool. I like the production design a lot of it, but a lot of slow motion. This could have been 90 minutes. Yeah. Well, this is pretty much the one that most people hate. Worse than Resurrection. You think? Yeah. Mm. I hear a lot. I, probably because it's newer and fresher in people's minds. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure uh, when Resurrection happened, concussions went up like 1,000% of people hitting themselves in the head trying to forget this. <laughs> but yeah, and you? Uh, take it or leave it. <laughs> I mean, how often do you, like, yeah, Captain Clegg? Almost never. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say it, but almost never. Captain Clegg being the head of the uh, the uh, Psycho Billy Band. But yeah, I hope everybody's enjoyed our commentary track. Too. I watch the original and the remake back to back more often than I watch this. Yeah, sadly. And if I'm gonna watch this, I'll watch the theatrical. Right. I just feel it's a little more oiled, mm-hmm. fine tuned. Yes. But I hope everybody's enjoyed our commentary track to Rob Zombie's H Two Halloween Two. From 2009, the director's cut. Uh, Mike, you don't have any social media to plug. No, leave me alone. Yep. Uh, follow me on Twitter or Instagram at this is Tim Rooney. Rooney as an R O O N E Y. My other podcast, please rewind the RF for RM Retro Show. Our most recent episode, we just dropped your next for the 10 year anniversary. Uh, subscribe to that show and this show so you never miss an episode. Post production accountant. It says prep shoot post for a minute there. I thought it said poop shoot post. <laughs> Poopshoot.com. Poop shoot. Movie poopshoot.com. Oh, man. <laughs> Judging by how eviscerated Kevin Smith was yesterday on the internet, he wishes he can go to people's houses, beat people up. What happened to Kevin Smith? Uh, I'll tell you off the mic. Okay. Um, oh, great. Uh, fanboys being fanboys. Okay. I'll say that. They take He-Man too seriously. But, uh, yeah. And my YouTube my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash productions. Uh, Mike, thank you for taking time a day to comment over Rob Zombie's H2. Thanks for having me. <laughs> being had. Yeah. 
Come back next time. We're going to talk about... We're going to watch a theatrical one next time so yep. we can do this shit again, and then we'll get to a good movie. Yep, and geek and pop culture, and we'll be speaking to you soon.